So what about Han Solo appeals to you, and, and how are you not like Han Solo and that you want to be like Han Solo? Well, I'm not the best smuggler in the galaxy. Um, <laughs> um, I just like how, how he... I like, you know, I, some, you know, like when it gets, how uh, fast can you do the Kessel run? That's, that's the real question. That's the real test. Uh, 12 parsecs. Um, I, I think he, his reaction to danger, I, I'm, if, if I'm in danger, like my, I, I do get that adrenaline rush and I think he's pretty cool in the face of danger. And I'd like to have that cavalier, you know, kind of cowboy. All right, let's see what happens. Attitude. You know, if I'm getting shot at by lasers and, in a in a space fight, you know. I'm Don Hall, and I'm David Himmel, and this is the Literate Apecast. Don and David get a little saucy, so be forewarned: your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Apecast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex. All right. So, David, um, you know, we are now in our uh, our second week of the or no. Yeah. The, the yeah. We're basically in the second week of the election. Why did you so air quote you, that? Well, you know, because it was an election. It wasn't like well, it was an election. an election. Well, but the thing about it is most what elections what happen. in fucking GOP senator. Oh, the election. No, it was an election, but what I'm saying is when I when I air quote the election, what I'm saying is is a typical election pretty much it gets called and then there is a concession speech and then things go on. This is an election in in the weirdest possible sense. You well, and I know that, you, that that the election is over, but some other people don't know that. Well, but here's the thing. Did you I really think, think that he was go- out- You didn't think he was well, going to go quietly. Come on. Well, typical went out the window January 20th, 2017. Or, fuck it, May of 2015, I think is when typical went out the window as far as ah, the election. So well, be- before and, we continue on, I yes, just... We need to understand who that voice is. Yeah, we have to introduce. <laughs> uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had, uh, with, since we've discovered our Zoom, uh, we had Peter Kermitis <laughs> join us. This week, we have the one and only Rory Zacker. Joining Hi. us on the on the Apecast. Hi. So uh, welcome, Rory. How Thank, are you doing? I'm great. I've been begging to be on this from Davey for years, and just like everything else, he just always kind of blows me off for other uh, cooler friends of his. But I'm glad he finally, you know, got it together and invited me. So I've taken the thing is I've killer. taken a long road to get you here. I've taken my time with it. Um, it's it's I been a long a con. It's a long con. The, so the only thing that I'm that I'm quick with. Is is fucking? That's it. Because we was gonna say because the thing about it is I don't think you have any cooler friends than Rory. Do you? Mm, I, uh, you know, I would like yeah, to let's say let, no. Let's let Rory answer that one. <sighs> Me and Davy go back a long way, so far back that I call him Davy, which is a, a thing from uh, summer camp. So, out of the summer camp friends, I would say I'm the coolest. But I, I do know that. That Don, you definitely hold a special place in his heart, and his other—he has another friend who um, I always think Davey likes way more than me, and and that's cool. I, I've gotten over it, but we're we're still tight, you know. It's it's good. You know, what would be really well, I mean, fun for me is if if MySpace was still a thing and we had the the top eight. 
I could I could troll Rory every single day by adjusting my top eight and moving him around and like maybe at like lunchtime I move him out of it and then by three o'clock I put him back in like it would bother me I'm not gonna lie uh, it would, I, that would yeah you know it doesn't bother me as much as your voicemail messages like your out- outgoing message but it's it's it would bother me a lot so yeah so, yeah <laughs> I, I'm definitely team right. Katie Himmel so there you go. They well, so, you know, aren't we really kind of all? Well, that makes right? two of you. Uh, the yeah, yeah. It's 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 good to have you, Rory. Um, I'm glad that we can I'm, do this. And I'm now finally. We never have I'm to so happy to be here. So I'm glad to be here. <laughs> so Rory, Rory. Okay, so we are in. Uh, like I said, we are in the second week of the, and I'm air quoting <laughs> election, and and we have we have COVID surging like. Un, like an ungodly amount, the economy's still not uh, kicking ass, and uh, Chicago's and headed to a shutdown on Monday. Yeah, well, well no, 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 it's a shutdown. It's more of like right, a suggestion. So where are you it's at, not right? a shutdown. So okay. where are you at, right? What's going on in your world? Where? How are things going? Things. This has been besides being just an overall shit year. It's been a shit autumn. I'm not gonna lie. On a personal level. Um, COVID, um, me and me and my uh, wife Kelly, we're doing a home remodeling right now, so it's like our place is like totally uninhabitable. Davey has seen it. Um, uh, our one of our our, our cats, uh, who we love very much, passed away in October, and just sorry ele- about that. Thank you. And this election has just been stressing, you know, me and everybody else the fuck out. So I've had like the like the triathlon of stress. Home remodeling, pet death, and in the election, it's it's my best friends this autumn have been weed and Valium. So, <laughs> so so here's a question that I have for both of you, and it's one of the things I thought about because as frustrating as I because uh, I am you know as as many of us that uh, are tired of the Trump, um, so I, I I've, I'm just as but here's the thing, and I thought about this. I, I was writing a piece about uh, postmodernism, and I realized all of a sudden as I was writing about it, it suddenly popped in my head: if if the shoe was reversed, if, if the shoe was reversed, if the you and whatever, your fucking you know shoes, I, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really focused on shoes, but if <laughs> are they day old reversed? Day old shoes. Yeah, yeah very if good. If things were good. reversed, and the three of us were sitting here, and it was reversed that Joe Biden was losing, you know, was losing uh, standing in the election because of mail-in votes. If if that was the case, wouldn't we want Joe Biden to fight every bit as hard as Donald Trump is right now? And, and, and where's the disconnect? Is it just our hatred of Donald Trump? Or, or can't we just agree that, honestly, that's the thing is I remember, I remember, I don't, you know, you guys, I'm sure you do, but I remember Al Gore. And one of the things that was most frustrating for me in 2000 was that I felt like Al Gore, even though, and it's again, one of those things I don't think we have any context for because we don't think about it. The fucking election wasn't called in 2000 until December, December. 10th. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and, and but wasn't so wasn't Al Gore is, just one state as opposed if I remember well, it was, correctly it was just Florida. He, well, he was five hundred and thirty-seven votes away from winning or losing Florida, and so the whole option. The thing about it is, it's obvious to anybody with a fucking brain that Joe Biden won this. I mean, yeah. there's no there, there's nothing Trump can do to to reverse that. But my question is, 
wouldn't we want, if Biden were in Trump's position, wouldn't we want him to fight as aggressively and even perhaps stupidly as Donald Trump is right now? And and why is why is that not okay for Trump to fight this hard before the election has been certified by any states at all? I, I just don't think the, the margin of winning the losing is enough to really trigger like a huge fight or a recount. I, I, I don't. I think it was pretty, pretty solid um, in Arizona and Pennsylvania and um, in Georgia that I think that, you know, blue won, red lost. And if it was 500 votes, I would probably maybe disagree. But I think the margins were big enough to have him do the honorable thing and concede. Yeah, I, I agree, but I don't you think I, if Joe Biden were in a no. situation where the same numbers were there, you wouldn't want Joe to fight just as hard to overturn no. Trump? Look, man. You don't think so? No. No. I would. I, I would. A, just because you didn't get your way. <laughs> that's what's happening. The fighting is happening because people didn't get their way. This is an yeah. I'm taking my ball and going home because I didn't win. I don't like how this game is being played. I don't like the rules. I don't like the outcome. So I don't. So fuck you, shoots and ladders. The whole thing is rigged. But I also think was, I mean that's right. I also like, think if, if Joe Biden I also think Joe Biden is a classier guy and I don't think he would be as willing to undermine the democracy of what you know what, that we were founded under by rocking the boat that much which like what Trump is doing and basically undercutting exactly. everything so no, exactly. And Al Gore was, was I mean, he conceded uh, for the betterment of the country and George W. Bush put us in the longest preemptive war in the history of the country. And more people died under George W. Bush than even died under Donald Trump. So my argument is, wouldn't isn't it better to fucking have them fight it out to the, the bitter fucking end? Or is it better for just somebody to go, all right, you know what? The number is against me. I agree. Because the thing about it, this is the thing. So far, right now, as we're recording this, the election has not been certified. No. It has not been settled. Should we be. think it, the thing is, well, the thing about it is that's not how the process that's works. That's not how the, the process, process works. works. The process works is that the votes are counted. Then it takes another generally two weeks, depending on the state, for them to certify their their election. Mm-hmm. So the, the election doesn't even get certified in most states until the end of November. Well, then the, the electors... Then, then, they, then they appoint their electors, which have already been appointed. So if it's, and, and then the electors certify the election. So we literally have three weeks before even... If there wasn't a Donald Trump you want to punch in the fucking throat on a regular basis, even if that were not the case, even if he weren't playing his fucking thing, the election is not certified. So why not take this time, let him fight his fucking fight? Because the thing about it is, if he doesn't fight his fight, if he doesn't litigate and those things don't ultimately come to an end that we know is going to ultimately end up with Biden winning... It means that there's four years where Donald Trump and all of, and that's the thing is, I don't think it's 71 million followers. I think it's probably 5 million of that 71 that are like rabid morons that just, oh, whatever he says. I think it's probably less than that. Well, isn't it worth our time for him to definitively demonstrate that he's completely lost so that at the end of the day for the next four years, we don't have to hear... How fucking crooked it was okay. for four more fucking years. Okay, I fine. mean, is, is it worth it? That's fine, but let it play out before you start saying. Because what Trump is doing is saying, "I won," 
and I'm going to prove that I won. Joe Biden, the election's not over yet, but I won. So they're, they're kind of dicking themselves. I, I think he's, I think he's just trying to save face because he, is, I don't think, he, can't he doesn't want the thing. job to begin with. He never wanted the job a, to no. begin with. It's a, close, it's a close election. Like, it's not a blowout, right? This is, you know, so it's a Sadly close not. election, but it's not close enough like in 2000 where I think Gore should have uh, d- did what he did. I think that that was a, a, that that was a, a fair play. You know, it's a little suspect that it all landed on Florida and, you know, the winner Florida. was, uh, you, you know, happened to be the brother of the governor of Florida. You know, like it's eh, kind of it's, funny how that it's happened. Hinky. It's but, hinky. It's hinky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well the no, thing about it is, is if you look, if you, you actually had understand, the if you understand the if you understand the, 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 the litigation that was involved and how that played out, it's not hinky at all. In fact, it's completely legit. It's how legit, that played but it's just out. Kind of funny how that played and out. It's not even no, if you look at how it was going the down. Irony of it. That, no, the thing about it was Biden or uh, Gore's I mean, going back to two thousand, Gore was not saying we need to recount the state of Florida. No, he was saying he. We need to recount certain very democratic leaning uh, counties. So while I think that was a perfectly viable thing, there's nothing hinky about that. And so ultimately, that was suspect to say, oh, we're only going to recount the democratic leaning. You know, my May Day. That's what we're going to do. And so that was ultimately what came to the Supreme Court. It wasn't that. We don't want to recount. It was that he wanted to recount specific counties and didn't want to pay for it. Because most of the time in those situations, if a presidential candidate or any candidate wants a recount, if it's not a certain number, they, they're required to pay for that recount. And, and his campaign didn't want to pay for the recount. So George Bush and Karl Rove and all these guys, they went to court and said that's that's bullshit. But it's a and very different situation. He lost. 2000 it's is a very totally different situation different. from 2020. Totally different. Totally if, different. If the situation was reversed and Trump got the, whatever Biden is at now, 279, 285, whatever the, 294, whatever the fuck it is. Look, man, Trump won. That's, even, even if he lost the popular vote, but still won enough electoral votes to win, it'd be like, that sucks. Biden lost. Those are the rules that we've all are agreed you? to. And Do you really think that we, if you, that any one of the three of us would go, all right, Biden lost. If it was, we're okay yeah. with that. If it played out, if there was proof, as there is now, that there was yeah. no fraud. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. It sucks to lose. It, it sucks to lose. Be so heartbreaking. But sometimes you lose. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think that's a. I think you know the answer. You, you know no, the how thing we is, well, I know the answer, but I also <laughs> know that 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 businesses all over the country were boarding up their windows uh, for you know a, a reaction that they did that they were expecting, and amazingly, there were, I mean, you know, and it, it, I'm not I'm not certainly not trying to parrot a right wing thing, but it is true that. All these businesses boarded up their windows so they wouldn't get looted and destroyed. And when Donald Trump apparently lost, no businesses were looted or destroyed. So uh, you're thinking the well, left? Old, would, you're thinking the well, left would just accept well, really a Donald eyes, Trump so. win? Well, but here's why: where, those businesses that were being boarded up were they in predominantly Democratic cities? Because yeah. the Democrats that the if 
if we won, we're not going to fucking go take to the streets. Well, what I'm saying is, had we lost? I don't know. I don't know. Do you really not know? Yeah, I don't. That's interesting. We're coming off of a summer full of riots and looting and marches, and that was, yeah, the probably the more blue people than the red people. But that was over different things. That was over fury on clear, clear uh, abuses of power, Injustice. clear missteps of the law, uh, a fair and honest election. I think that we would all just sit home and accept it and cry, and probably a lot of people would kill themselves. But doubtful, because I think that the left is a bunch of fucking weaklings that would never have the nuts or the ovaries to kill themselves. <laughs> well, all right. I mean, there were case, there yeah. were cases of guys with uh, guns and everything going to like Philadelphia and and doing other stuff. No rioting, but like again, like Davey said, this is these are you know the big cities are pri- primarily Democratic, blue leaning, and um, you know the, the the bumpkins out in uh, bumfuck uh, Arkansas. It's a long drive to a city. Maybe they just didn't want to revolt and drive that far. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, there's yeah. only so much you can loot. There's only so many Circle Ks you can loot. I mean, how many yeah, windows how many- of Target can you break? I mean, really. And uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. How, how many Casey's, you know, Casey's taco taco pizzas can you can you <laughs> hork before it's like ah, I got to tell me I got to go home. But here's the thing: my- he's gonna. I think he's gonna concede in a little bit. He wants to put on the show. He wants to like show his like his rabid followers that you know oh and plant the seeds of the uh, seeds of doubt yeah. that it's rigged. And then he's just gonna be like, you know what? I'm done. I don't want this job anyway. I, this, if they don't want me, I don't want this job. And he's going to do that whole like bullshit, like uh, I'm a sore loot, you know, thing. So I heard a really fucked up thing today. I was listening to um, Fresh Air, and I, for the life of me, I cannot remember who the guest was. Um, I was driving. I had a my annual appointment with my, you know, my my internist. Um, so I, I I forget who the. Uh, who the guest was, but he was talking. He's, a, he's a writer hold for on. Politico. Hold on, your yeah? internist. What? I mean, what? Your primary care physician, doctor. You know, like, just, like, you like say, just say doctor. Annual, uh, yeah, guys, why did you say doctor? Because say doctor. I was the editor in chief of Chicago Health Magazine, <laughs> so I'm sorry if I'm using too big of words, but I'm kind of a pro when it comes to. Healthcare. You haven't. No, you have no idea how immediately flaccid my dick just went when you said that. <laughs> oh, it's a bummer because I love talking to you when you're hard. That's kind of the only. Yeah, way that yeah, I roll, that's but. what I'm saying. Just it just it just it crawled right into my stomach like a fucking turtle. Yeah, uh, it is. My winter. dick. I'm just gonna start. I'm just going to call my dick Mitch McConnell from now on. Oh, Jesus God, I don't think you should do that at all. Oh, that's not a good idea to call it that, uh, but uh, I do look like a turtle. Uh, what's, what's a penis? <laughs> he, looks like the turtle. he looks like the turtle in the Robin Hood animated cartoon. So. Yeah, he does. He does. It's Sheldon yeah. or whatever. He, lo- he looks <laughs> like if you if you think of if you remember the first X Men movie, he looks like Senator uh, th- whatever the hell the senator is. The moment before he turns into total water. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like where he just and he just gushes that's out. Bruce, I, so, by the way, that's Bruce Davidson. And what I think is brilliant about him is that. He has been in more movies than anybody that was in that movie at the time, but nobody knew. Nobody knows his name. Hey, makes a living though, right? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. That's what I think. It's, it's like I love that guy. I love that guy. He was in. He was in uh, Boys in the Band. <coughs> he's been in a. He's been in a lot. I don't of know stuff. who. I don't. I never saw that movie. Really? Are you a? Are you a gay basher? 
Did you just not care about no? AIDS? No. Wait, what? What do you... Uh, how did that... What are you, my fucking <laughs> wife? What? Why are you... Uh, what? What did I say? What so did you I went say? Saw your, you haven't you seen Boys in the Bear. Doctor. Wait, Have so you, you don't yeah. see a movie. <laughs> Have you seen so, the birthday? So you went I, to an... In- <laughs> I never, yeah. I you, never saw yeah, the you help. Seen the oh, because you're a racist. <laughs> yeah, have you seen? Have you seen Philadelphia? Yeah. All right. That's and I one, loved it that's... because the fag with the AIDS. Di- no, I. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Funniest movie I've ever seen. Uh, anyway, you so went I, to went, your I went. To, yeah, so I'm driving home from my doctor, and I'm listening. You know, fresh air was on, and Terry Gross is talking to this guy. He's a writer for Politico, and he's been writing about uh, the election and like what Trump what Trump is doing and what Trump might do after he leaves office. And he, they were talking about pardons and how, you know, Trump might pardon mm-hmm. himself and this, this idea of that. And the idea of pardoning yourself is highly unlikely, you know, like if it's even possible. Well, it's never been tried, so right. the, exactly. they'll have to exactly. give it a shot. But Soon. he brought up this idea, and I'm listening to this, and I went, oh, fuck. The good thing Pence. about what he said is that you know that nobody on Trump's team is listening to NPR, so they didn't hear this. But here's what he said. Biden takes office at noon on January 20th. If Trump resigns at 11, at 11 a.m. on January 20th. Then Pence will. And Pence, and Pence has an hour to be president and Pence pardons him. Like, I mean, that'd be a holy fuck moment for the history books for all worlds forever. I'm so, Well, the only but, problem with that scenario is that Pence is so slow to speak yes. that it, it would, would take longer than an hour for him to do the oath of right. office. And so, mother will have to approve as well. So Mother will have to approve Thanks. it, yeah. But it's... Yeah. It, but who knows? Because here... And here's what the, the, the guest said. He goes, strange things happen... In Trump's presidency, so that would not be out of the ordinary. I would not Trump's be surprised at all. I would. This I would not be. Sh- no. I would not be surprised. Not at all. Like it's we, shady like as fuck, the, but I wouldn't be surprised. Typical fucking left this party back in in 2015. So I would. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I, you know, there's a part of me where where I would if they were that coordinated, because that's the thing about the Trump <laughs> the Trump administration is it's been a shit show right yeah it's been a shit show of incompetence on since day one it's not like there's a lot of competence going on so if they actually pulled that off i think i'd be okay to give it to him because that's pretty fucking clever i want him to be carried out in handcuffs and i want want it on pay-per-view i want it on pay-per-view is pay-per-view still a thing i would i would Buy it on demand or something. I would pay thirty bucks to see that. I guess on it is. I guess it's is, yeah. yeah. It's just on. It's just yeah. changed names. Or like right? a Netflix yeah. with like the added cost, like Disney did with Mulan. I'd pay that money. I would do it. So you yeah. watch Mulan? Not Mulan. I would pay to watch Donald Trump get out. I mean, obviously. What do you have a problem with Mulan? I love what Mulan. Are you what are you, were, Absolutely. Were you, were you racist, anti-Asian? I just don't like live-action remakes of Disney classics. So <laughs> they're not very good. No, they're really not. They're very not good. that good. So I mean, yeah, especially the, the Jungle especially Book was with the okay. And, the Jungle Book was okay. And for the record, I'm Jewish, so I do love Chinese food. So there you go. Not racist. There you go. It all works out. Well, it you all works have out. to at least one day a year. Yeah. All a right. Quick, wait, so a quick I, question. A quick okay. question about Judaism and Chinese food. Rory. <laughs> no, this is important. This is important. This is real. This is the most. Important I'm, I'm thing a pure to blood. Discuss. You're a half breed. So yes. So, I'm not a half. I'm, you're and a I'm mugger. Irish, so fuck you're a all you. Yeah, I'm you're not, both. You're yeah, a mudblood. You're, you're a mudblood. That's yeah. what you are. <laughs> what did did your grandparents? What what did your grandparents call Chinese food? Like was 
Uh, I'm trying to think here because I think they call the Chinese food. I didn't. I never heard any okay. Yiddish or anything in there. So. So when I was growing up, my grandparents called it chop suey. We're having chop suey tonight. Come on over. I live next okay. to my grandparents, so they, you know, sometimes like we're having this tonight. We're having lamb chops. Come on over. We're having whatever. We're having chop suey. So. I don't know how it must have been early when Kate and I were dating, but you know we're we're out south in Flossmoor, and Nani said, "We're ordering chop suey. What do you guys want?" And Katie looks at me with this like, "Oh my fucking <laughs> god! What did your grandmother just say?" The most, and I go, "Is that? Oh god! Is that offensive? I don't." So apparently, chop suey is a dish, but like it's in American the nineteen forties, I think, yeah. But it's like in the nineteen forties and fifties. When Chinese food started to become more popular, it just like it picked up this name of Ch- like that was just like the go-to, you know. And it's that not- is not true. That is not true. That's not that's not the origin of the term chop suey. Oh, okay. oh. what's so? What's the origin? The origin of the tr- term chop suey is that in the early days of this is like the 1890s when they were building the railroad, most of the Chinese and they had Chinese, uh, you know workers most of the chinese made the food they they would they would they had the, most of the cooks of the the railroad camps made the food well, who else and is in the railroad m- camps but the chinese chinese and the irish pretty much and, and the so irish the chinese, can't cook of course the chinese well cook. exactly so but what the, the and you can look this up this is that amount but the, the term chop suey was the chinese would make for the chinese the food, you know, the dishes that used all the choice cuts of meat and and the good vegetables and everything that literally everything that was left over, anything that was like bones or fat mm-hmm. or or you know like uh, just like the the leavings of whatever they cut from the vegetables, yeah. they would put into a bowl and they would just kind of stir fry it up and cook it up and they and they called it chop suey. Chop suey was the shit leavings that became a delicacy. Okay. It became a delicacy huh. because once the railroad people ate it, then sort of like the East Coast went, oh, what's this chop suey? That is where chop suey came okay. from. It was literally the Chinese uh, workers on the railroads, fuck you, to everybody that didn't know any different. So it's kind of so, like where soul food came from, like the, the slaves exactly. got the scraps of the pig. And- that is exactly <laughs> okay. what chop suey, and that's what so chop is, suey is. is. Chop it's a non-dish. Is, it, is chop suey like an outdated uh, a f- Offensive term? No, there's nothing. Okay. In fact, yeah. there's nothing offensive about chop. The term chop suey. Chop suey yeah. is basically early Chinese workers fuck you to white people. Yeah. And so, if you want Love to take it. offense, okay. then take offense that the Chinese were like feeding the white people the shittiest part of the food and calling it a delicacy because it became chop suey became one of the most popular dishes mm-hmm. in the twenties in the affluent white wealthy class they loved chop suey and chop suey was literally the shittiest food they could serve you that explains it because nani was born into an affluent white family in the 1920s and of course you both know that my wife god bless her she means well but she does easily take offense uh well she is married to you so well i that was her that's her fault she made that mistake uh, she didn't she knew make what that, she was uh, getting choice. into. Did I tell you that she said we were talking? This is before the election was called because the election was called. It's over. Shut up. Uh, I was like, all right. So I'm doing. We're like, she had a scratch. It was it was fucking awesome. She had a scratch pad and she's you know counting up like if we get this and we get that state and this and that blah blah, you know. And, and I was like, so we came in. I came into the, I came out of my office to talk to her about it. And I was like, well, I'm 
I did some loose math, and you know I'm not a numbers guy. And she goes, numbers guy? That's offensive. Da, 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 like numbers person. I go, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I identify as a man, and I choose God. Guy is an acceptable term to use for me. I'm not calling you a numbers guy. I'm not saying, I got a numbers guy, and she's my wife. I identify, I like to use the term guy for me. That's not offensive. I'm choosing. Do I not get a right to choose my own? Wow. You, you to, totally, like, right, like, oh, you totally, uh, you, you flipped it on her. Well, well see, Dave, David, David, the thing is, she probably sees you the way the rest of us do. And that's why there's a dichotomy in your saying guy. Where I'm not a man. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I didn't say you weren't a didn't man. Didn't say that. It's just, it's, but I would I'm say, I would say, it's common. It's no, a I common, would say, yeah, I would say Come it would on, be more dude. effective if you said, if you had said that you were a numbers man-ish. Man-ish. Come on, I, I can grow a beard. We've proved that. I can throw a spiral. I can throw a football spiral. I can. You can sail. I can sail. Um, can. I can tie my shoes. That's um, true. Oh, I, th- I didn't think you said sail. I thought you said fail, but that made me laugh. It's like it, it, he can definitely fail. Yeah, <laughs> you true. can't. You can't handle weed, though. That's that's a that's a true thing. But I can't handle your weed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but that's. I don't even know how to begin explaining that. I'm story. a connoisseur, I, not see, an what, amateur. So, yeah. What I like about this conversation is that when Kremitis was on. It was definitely David and Kremitis versus me. And so it's much, it's very in, enjoyable that this is Rory and Don against David. There's oh, something always, yeah, lovely no. about that dynamic. Okay. I had that, a moment today when I was thinking about the I show win today. on this one. And I was like, at some point, it's, they're both going to turn on me. And I'm, go- <laughs> I'm going to be the focus. And that's fine. It was right out of the gate. It's, like, right a, out of the I, it's like a WWE should match. I at some point, should I at some point just say, you know what, guys? Uh, Fuck you, <laughs> and just leave. I will no, but here's what we'll do. But I'm not going to do that as long as you as long as you lean the zoom going. That's fine. Here's that's what right. we'll I do. No, you know what? I'm taking my zoom and I'm going home. We're Fuck you guys. no, no, no. <laughs> we're all gonna we're gonna make a trip to Oregon and get into some wacky shit. Now that's what we're gonna do. So why Oregon? Yeah. Why why not Cause Oregon? Because everything's legal there. That because oh. that's where wacky shit happens. Is murder legal there? And then, but we can uh, take a whole lot of. Uh, Magic mushrooms and uh, oh god, I love and, mushrooms. And have, we can have ourselves a good old time. We could do ayahuasca. Uh, all right, Pacific so, Northwest. So I'm gonna run it all. Give me it. <laughs> Let's get out of politics real quick. I want to ask a question because I've been thinking about this a lot. Is uh, you know, there's plenty of like heroes that kind of stuff, but I've been thinking about like uh, fictional characters that I would like to be like. You know what I mean? That that that, that while well, I may may or may not be like that person, I look at that character and I go, "Yeah, that's a quality I would really like to sort of uh, grow, foster within myself." So, are there any fictional characters that you can think of that that you look at and you go, "Yeah, I'd really like to be like that person." It could be a woman, it could be a man, it could be a transgender. It doesn't matter. Uh, sure, um, Han Solo. Boom, guy is. Uh, so you want to be? You want to be? So what about Han Solo appeals to you? And and how are you not like Han Solo? And then you want to be like Han Solo? Well, I'm not the best smuggler in the galaxy. Um, <laughs> um, I just like how, how he. Uh, the- 
I like, you know, I some, you know, like when it gets how uh, fast can you do the Kessel Run? That's that's the real question. Uh, that's the real test. Uh, Twelve parsecs. Um, I. I think he his reaction to danger. I, I'm if, if I'm in danger, like my, I, I do get that adrenaline rush, and I think he's pretty cool in the face of danger. And I'd like to have that cavalier, you know, kind of cowboy. All right, let's see what happens. Attitude, you know, if I'm getting shot at by lasers and in a in a space fight, you know, if, if I was in a yeah. car, if I was in a car chase, I don't think I'd be as like calm as he is when he's in an asteroid field. I don't know, so. Solo so it's is that, good. It's Solo that cool, just really does go with it. Yeah, it's that cool, calm, under pressure sort of uh, devil may care attitude that you would like to emulate. Yes, just that whole cavalier, just swashbuckler. You know, we're up. Uh, here's another adventure kind of guy. I'm, I'm a lot more analytical, I guess. So, okay, David. <sighs> I, I. Th- it's it's hard, but I think I think I have to go with Professor Xavier, Professor Charles Xavier. Oh, Xavier! Because so yeah, all right. So I'm you're, listening. You're making I'm, a I'm, face I'm, of what yeah. the fuck. I'm just yeah. like I, that's not what I expected. That's all. He is calm, strategic, controlled. And he has his moments, right? Like he has his moments where he loses his shit, like any any person does. Um, he's a good leader. He's trusted uh, throughout the galaxy, which is kind of nice. He gets great parking. Um, gets great parking. Um, I think he could probably cash an out of galaxy check. You know, like there's, or an, you know, like that's they they trust him. Uh, Rich. Yep, wealthy. Um, Pulled some hot tail through the years. Yeah, see, none of these are like aspiral. These are not like inspirational things. But this he's is all calm. just surface he's level calm. shit. He's not. He's not the. Yeah, that's a shitty the, answer. The, the, you're a shitty answer. <laughs> he's not the because I feel like I operate constantly in the and though I am nothing like I am not the Hulk. I am not Wolverine, but I feel or even Magneto. But I feel like I operate in this, you know argument with myself of, of rage and calm you know Kirk and Spock fighting each other the Wolverine fighting his animal berserker rage and Banner fighting the the, the green monster within uh, I don't want to do that or do I, I you know I oh god who am I where do I go from here but I think that of the pretend characters I think the Charles Xavier because wouldn't wouldn't that be nice? But with but I want to use my legs. I want to be able to. So you want to be walk. young Charles Xavier. You want to be James McAvoy, Charles Xavier. I want to be James McAvoy, not yes. Patrick Stewart, which is the okay. worst version of fucking. He totally is, but he can walk. Yeah. Even after so, he's paralyzed, he can fucking walk. So whatever. God, those fucking movies suck. Yeah, those, I was gonna say these. <laughs> the are, last these are one not did. Good, these. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the whole the, Dark, the Phoenix, last, was, Dark was Phoenix was terrible. Dark what Phoenix a turd! Fucking awful. Both yeah. versions of the Dark Phoenix. Apocalypse well, sucked too. The same Both fucking Apocalypse sucked. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They hired the yeah, same the writer to sucked. do it, and then they gave him directing uh, powers too. Like, but, 
I like the one with uh, Kevin Bacon. Jesus. That's a good one. Days of Future Past. First, like that first class. That one's the only Days one of Future the, Past. That's, Days that, of Future Past is good. Uh, and I like the new. I like or the first new class. class. I like yeah, first class, new class, whatever. Yeah, first class. Yeah, first Days class of, is, is good because is good. it's it's he and Magneto being sixties uh, buddies. You get one good fuck off from uh, an ancient Wolverine. That who, was fun. Who would you be? What would your character be? Samwise Gamgee. Sam. You're my Sam. You just want to that's, eat. A, you just want to eat a lot of meals each day. That's that's right, right? No. What I what I aspire to is what I love about Samwise is I'm not that smart. I'm not that smart, um, and and I'm not that worldly. But what I love about Samwise is that he's willing to go through just about anything, like out of his out of his comfort zone, um, to support a cause, to support his friend, to show. I, there's there's something that I really um, I really admire about that character is that no matter how bad it fucking gets, and it gets really fucking bad in that journey, he always has this bizarrely optimistic powerful uh, loyalty and belief in a positive outcome and that's what I aspire to be I aspire to be somebody that's so goddamn optimistic and so loyal to the people that I'm around that 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 it, it's almost like that's one of the things if you watch that that whole Samwise Gamgee sort of arc is he just a guy that fucking does exactly what you said? He just wants to fucking have as many meals a day and leave me the fuck alone. I just want to hang out in the Shire. And then he's pretty much told by Gandalf, you got to go fucking do this. And if you remember in both the book and the film, the first time he he has this moment when he steps over this, this piece of this cornfield and he recognizes this is the furthest He's ever been from home, oh, and God, I'm so that's a good, that's a good fucking scene. walking, that's a, that's a good and he scene. keeps fucking walking. And at the end of it, when everybody's and that's the thing is, he's the only character. Oh, fuck off, David! In every <laughs> character in the Lord of the Rings, every character, <laughs> Gandalf, fucking Aragorn, every one of them have given up on Frodo. Every one of them kind of go, well, I don't know if it's going to happen. He's probably dead. We don't know if it's going to. The only character in that whole fucking thing that simply will not give up on it and give up on Frodo and give up the quest is Samwise, Ga- Samwise Gamgee and that's why I find him inspirational. The only thing that I hate more than I Don Henley is fucking Lord of the Rings. Why do you hate you Don, know Len- what? Don Henley? You'll have to oh, you go have back to listen. and listen to the ape cast. We're not getting to this listen. now. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. He <laughs> really <laughs> hates Don Henley. More than, why do you, more like, than why bon do you hate the Lord of the Rings? Ooh, I love Bon question. Jovi. Good question, Rory. Um, bon Jovi rocks. Yes, they do. Thank you very much. Yeah, Himmel no, sucks. You know what? Himmel has no music taste. Oh, I have lots of music taste. No, no you shit. Don't. No, no. Well, no, you've got you've got lots of music taste. It's just all really bad <laughs> taste. <laughs> no, bon, there's a lot of Bon Jovi's fine. It's bon all bad. Jovi is, hating Bon, bon Jovi, Jovi's it's like just... hating nachos. How can you hate nachos? Right. It's like, exactly. It's got the yeah. It's the cheese, chips, and the delicious, chicken, like. No, it's I like, feel no, like I don't bon want that. Jovi, okay, I don't want that. That's a, okay, Bon Jovi is if you order if you go to a restaurant you order like a heaping pile of nachos. Like Katie's favorite nachos are Hub Fifty One nachos. Have you guys had yeah. Hub Fifty One nachos? Yeah, they're good. They're good. They're good, right? Okay. Yeah. So they're not as good as Nacho Daddy nachos. All right, so fine, Nacho Daddy nachos. Never had them, but most nachos Vegas. have this issue. They're Vegas. There's layers to nachos, right? 
I feel like Bon Jovi is is like the the layer right above the bottom of the nachos where things get soggy and gross and diarrhea y. He's no. like it's still good, no. but it's like eh, I could totally go for some something else. Like give me some Van Halen instead. Give me some fucking. So what's wrong look. with Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings is just boring. It's so boring. It just goes on. Really? And on. It's ep- It's an epic it's an quest. Epic. It was really good. It's an epic what do you think, fucking. Bore. What do you think? What do you think of the Odyssey? Do you think that's boring? Do you think anything that's longer than a half hour of your fucking limited attention span is boring? Is that what you're saying, you child? Yeah. No. Paw- he I, can I, handle Paw Patrol. That's about it. So I think. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think the Ape Cast is is uh, invigorating. Uh, and that goes longer than half an hour. Um, Have you actually ever listened to one of our Apecasts? I've Me? listened to oh. one of our Apecasts, yes. Okay. I was going to say, because we've done 150 fucking seven, so I would think you would listen to one, but I don't think you've ever actually listened to any of them. I think you do them. I fucking edit this shit, put it up, and you go, okay, it's over. I don't think you ever listen to any of them. Well, I don't listen to all of them, because I take a Woody Allen approach to my work. <laughs> Oh really? A Woody <laughs> Allen approach? Which is oh, I, only I can hire, smell your kids' diaper here. I only hire young chicks so I can be a pervert. No, I I don't like to hear myself so much. And you know, let's be honest, that was a lie. I don't I don't want to hear more of Don Hall. I'm fucking sick of it. That's not true either. I actually love you. <laughs> um. I, I don't listen to all of ours, but I because I was here for it. I don't need to. I don't need to listen to our shit. Wow. I, I. So in other words, it's just boring, like the Lord of the Rings, the Odyssey, no Bon Jovi, anything longer Bon Jovi, <laughs> and anything longer than Pop. Patrol. I think Bon Jovi's just slightly overrated. Like why? There's what? What is overrated about Living on a Prayer? Wanted Dead or Alive? Bad medicine. I mean, come on, man. That's a that's like a that's like the anthem to your youth, your your life. You know, the not like that. Not like youth. that shit death metal you see uh, on Valentine's Day or whatever the fuck you do. You know, you take yourself. See, that's you go, fun. I that mean, is fun. They're that's in great, on the joke. but you know, Lordy is amazing. We did see no, Black I Sabbath think, together, though. That was pretty cool. I so, love Black Sabbath. That, we had a great Black time. Black Sabbath is that, interesting. So. Black Sabbath is a lot of fucking fun. Um, so is Bon Jovi. I, here's the thing: I would go and see a Bon. Jo- I would go and see Bon Jovi. I would. I, I just think that it's like they're not as great as everyone Shit. thinks they are. That's that's all. I just think they're they're overrated. And you don't give me any reason why they're overrated. Because who I don't says, think that who they're says that, that good? I why they're not I that mean, inter- the music's not that interesting. It doesn't really tell any interesting stories. It doesn't. I don't it's just kind of there. It fits into this it's 80s hair metal. Eh, it's just it's just there. Uh, it's 80s not, hair it's metal not Van is Halen. fantastic. It's not Van Halen. Of course it's, it's not, not Van Halen. Van Halen is in a whole other stratosphere of It's I mean, a totally different class of music. Yeah. It gets, but I think it gets lost in the shuffle of 80s hair metal. It's it might as Warrant, Motley Crue, Poison, and I like Poison, and I like Warrant, and I like. So wait, you like Poison, but you don't like Bon Jovi. I mean, I like both. I kind of like them all the same. I just think if everyone was like, "Fucking Poison is the best band ever," I'd be like, 
But are they? Okay, but Bon Jovi is in the Hall of Fame. Poison and Warren are not. Molly so Crew is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Undeserved. And they, des- although, they deserve to be. Although, I will say that in college, I went to Atlanta to a place. Uh, I can't remember the name of the place, but it was like a strip club. Tattletales. Like the premier strip. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was like the something Coast West. But anyway, oh. it was a strip club, and I actually bought a lap dance from the three women that were in the Girls, Girls, Girls video. See, now that's nice. cool. That's cool. They're grandmothers now, but that's cool. At the time, <laughs> they were not grandmothers, yeah. I guarantee. It was, it, was, it was intense. That's pretty cool. I like that. Is, is, yeah. is, is, um, I was just looking up, like other thinking of other groups that are in the Hall of Fame or other performers that are in the Hall of Fame that kind of, eh. Is Linda Ronstadt in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, and, and well-deserved. Is it? Yeah. Why? Because the entire 70s were about Linda Ronstadt? She was she, huge in the 70s. She was huge, and I love Linda Ronstadt. And in the I 80s. A, a little bit. She is extremely talented. I think she was a bit of a smoke show for a couple years there in the 70s. Um... And like every band got to know her. She's also she a pi- got to know every band. See, see, I see your point, David, because David Boy's dead, so apparently he's not relevant either. Wait, what? You're making the case that because she didn't last to the nineties. No, 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 that- no, no, no. My case is she made her career the majority of her career is being a cover artist. And like she covered No! Yes. That is not the majority of her career. Are yes, you it fucking is. nuts? Her biggest hits are cover songs. She didn't write material. She didn't create well, so, material. So is Elvis Presley. A lot of his hit were cover songs. And I love Elvis Presley. But he, damn right. Right. But he redefined a lot of those songs. She redefined he, music she for women. Too. She was a pioneer for women singers. That's fair. Uh, her That's and, fair uh, her yeah. and uh, Stevie Nicks Nate and Carly Simon. That's like the top three of the 70s for female okay. singers. Yeah. And yeah. Stevie Nicks and, and she Carly also, Simon. And she, and she also played Maybell in the, uh, the movie version of Pirates of Penzance. Yeah. Duh. So fuck off. Okay. But Steve, I mean, Kevin Stevie Nicks and that? Carly Simon. <laughs> Yeah, Kevin yeah. Klein plays Kevin the Klein's Pirate King. Yeah. Yeah. Rex Those Smith women. plays uh, the, 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 the lead. Those women are artists. Stevie Nicks, brilliant writer, brilliant singer, sexiest woman in rock and roll. Even now, we share a birthday, by the way. Wait a uh, minute. Sexiest woman in rock and roll, not Patti Smith? Oh, God, yeah. Stevie Nicks out, fucking outdoes all of them. You're wrong. Oh, you are wrong, my friend. You're wrong. No, you are wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. My argument is that you are wrong. My supporting argument, and my is, argument that is you are wrong. How much, how much does your wife resemble Stevie Nicks versus how much does my wife resi- resemble Patti Smith? Okay, so you win that Shut battle. Shut the fuck up. So, That's all I'm saying. So my wife doesn't wear witch's clothing every day. Okay. <laughs> but I, so what? A boy can dream. I'm I'm working on. I'm working on. I'm working on. For Christmas, I'm buying her nothing but black dresses with wings or whatever the fuck those things are that Stevie. She'll love that. She's she's gonna have so much fun with that. She's really gonna be into that. Yeah, yeah. She's really gonna be into that. I can't wait to see the uh, the the videos. (laughs) And you know, I'm so good at gift at gift giving. So this is gonna work out perfectly. With your, you remember Roy? You remember when he gave his wife for what was her birthday? Was it birthday or Christmas that you gave her the pimple the pimple game? 
to, we don't need to talk about that. Seriously? He gave her a That's fucking fine. pimp. He gave her for like a major. I think it was a birthday. It was a birthday or it an anniversary, whatever. It's a birthday. He gave her a game where the whole point of the game was to pop fake pimples on a face. And then wondered why she was like, what the fuck is this? I, I mean, I can't believe she's still married to you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's the worst gift I've ever heard. My, that tops my friend's worst gift to his wife. He was dating his girlfriend for her birthday. He got her a road, like a road safety kit. He got her like, like a kit to keep in her car. And, and your gift trumps that gift. That is the worst birthday gift ever. If I gave that to Kelly, she would she she would throw me through a fucking window. You're right. I mean, I'm telling you, and this was my favorite was that then it was like, hey, come over, we're gonna play this game. And he's really excited to play this game, and we're all looking at him like, This is this is what you got your wife. So we played the game, but it was like is this a joke? Let me, I didn't, let know, me like, tell you guys where's, something. Where's the jo- where's the like the reveal at the end of this joke? There was no <laughs> reveal. That was the that was the that was the gift. Let me tell you a true story. Ugh. Oh god. <laughs> so earlier today, um, I, I had like I had a I, a zit on my back, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get this thing. So I got my thing, and I'm fucking you know those back zits you get, you know. Yeah, I got it. And Katie loves, for, I think that this isn't out of the ordinary, I don't think, anyway, that, you know, couples like, oh, get my fucking zit. So Katie loves it when I, right, you're making a face. Don's making a face, listener, saying, ew, gross. That's gross to you, but your wife's the fucking trash panda and brings, your fucking meals have come from hey, how many dumpsters? Hey, 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 but hey, I'm don't the get on my one. wife. No, I don't, don't get all over my wife. She'll kick your skinny ass. She will. It's true. It would be a good fight. Dana and I would actually be a good fight. I will totally go to the mat with Dana. It would not would be, be a good fight. It would be satisfying for Rory and I, but it would not be a good fight. Oh, I will she lose. Would be, she would beat you like a fucking red step, red-headed stepchild. She would she beat would. you that like is, Biden that is beat Harris? fucking Trump. That is a harassed and child ageist statement. You're the same You're age. You're a jerk. I would redheaded stepchild. <laughs> anyway, you you so, would not last ten seconds. She, <laughs> I never last ten seconds. Boom. Not a chance. So, you, you would lose in a fight, brother. Sorry. So, I'd like to see. So, I would like to see Katie, Dana like, versus you know, Kelly. That'd she's be got. Fun. You know, she'll get like that. Would be an interesting fight. That'd be a brawl. especially when she's you know. That'd be like. That'd be like Wolverine versus oh, what the what's what's the, the what's the chick saber tooth oh no a lady death strike lady death strike yeah 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 like that that's what that fight yeah. is like oh okay all right Let's see that happen yeah so Katie <laughs> likes it when I will go and look at her back it's like she's hormonal when her period she'll get a bunch of zits like on her shoulders like it it happens right so and she likes me to get the you know scratch the itch but <laughs> instead of the itch it's a fucking zit so I was thinking today. As I was grabbing one on my back, about what my about what Nani said to Poppy when he was diagnosed, like when the doctor said, "Nah, you're gonna fucking die. This is the end." And there was this moment, this really serious moment, where the family had to make a decision: of do we continue cancer treatment or do we just go and not have to deal with the bullshit of chemo and the you know? And ultimately, Poppy decided to just. All right, the jig is up. Let's let's exit stage left. And 
I remember I was in the hospital room with my dad and his sisters, and Nani was on Poppy's bed, and she, they had this moment together, and Nani said, who's going to take care of me? Because Poppy always took care of Nani. And it was heart-wrenching and sweet and wonderful and terrible and sad and thrilling, you know, all, because it says so much about their marriage and about life and about relationships. And so as I was popping this zit on my back, I was thinking about that moment. And I thought about Katie. And if she were sick and dying, or if I, if I were sick and dying, what she would say to me. And she would say, who's going to pop my back zits for me? <laughs> but did you have to which get her a board game? Which is why I bought her that, that gift. Which is why I bought her that toy. But you could still do that, that and game. get her like a ring or something. Or get, get her a necklace, bro. Get her like a, like, get her like a vacation. You could still do that. A you didn't have to be an from, asshole and get a fucking from, board it's game. It's a stress reliever. All right, Simeon cohort, here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. So my first thing to do this week is uh, I want you to watch a movie called I Am Alone. It stars our very own Rory Zacker. Thank you, yes. It's a zombie movie, and it's a, an, indie, an indie film, and it's a good film, and it's available on Amazon Prime. Hulu. And Hulu? Yep. And where else do you, I am where alone. Else do you need to go? So there you go. I am alone. I think it's I on alone. iTunes, right. too. But, yeah. I mean, Who right. the fuck watches movies for that. on iTunes? I know, but it's All there, right. Speaking, Speaking of uh, watching something that stars, like, an uber male, like an <laughs> uber masculine kind of dude, um, I want you to rewatch. How the fuck is Rory uber masculine? Just because he has a really good beard and wears flannel doesn't make him uber masculine. He's the most needy fucking teenage girl I've ever fucking met. Please, bitch. Well, there speaking, are, I could tell speaking them nine, of, nine texts about how he should wear his headphones tonight. Speaking, I was just excited. Of, I was excited to be invited. Speaking of needy but very masculine men... Um, I want. I would like you to rewatch 1992's Glen Gary, Glen Ross. You haven't watched it in a long time, but it's all about men being men and then eating each other alive in the process. And I think, given our current electoral situation, watching dudes eat each other alive and treat each other like shit is kind of uh, going to be cathartic. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Is that available on on iTunes? Can I download it from iTunes? You can. Oh, thank God, because that's the only way I watch movies. And Rory, what's your what's your first thing? I, I just um, I just finished uh, this show on Netflix um, uh, that I, I heard about through my family, and even Kelly's was watching it. The Queen's Gambit, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I finished it last yeah, night. I, yeah. I binge watched like four episodes yesterday. And uh, I really dug it. Um, I don't know how to play chess. I don't. I, I do not. Um, and I thought the the, the casting of uh, the girl uh, of um, Anya Taylor Joy she uh, just she was so unusual just like just to watch and I just it was just it really made me interested. Plus I love historical like it's not a true story but I like like you know the whole history behind like um, you know USA versus Russia and just like how things I love like period pieces where you know you see life in the sixties and I love the fact I love the fact that 
like she was a strong female in an era where street females were not supposed to be strong. And I love seeing those guys get their asses just handed to them. I mean, it was, it, it, just, it, it makes just, chess interesting for me. So, yeah. And just so you know, and it's one of the things I read, cause I loved it. I recommended that a couple weeks ago, but uh, what, what, one of the things I thought was really interesting is every chess game she plays is actually the exact moves of historical yep. grandmaster chess games. Yeah, I all, love that. All the boards were like really were real set up, like they, set up accurately. It was for real shit. It was yeah. it was just a really well acted, well well done uh, seven episode show. So I, I don't think there'll be a second agree. season, but um, I hope not. But I it, hope it was not. just that, really it nice. Was so it was, good as it was. It was it was just a good good viewing. There you go, David. So speaking of period pieces, uh, there's a movie coming out. And I want you to watch the trailer called "Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret." I'm just <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a good book, man. That's a stupid joke. Because <laughs> 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 it's about periods, <laughs> lady period. All right, uh, <laughs> I'm tired. All right, my next thing is uh, it's a read. Um, I want you to read. It's in the Atlantic. It's a. Uh, uh, written by a, a, a contributing writer called, uh, his name is, or her name, I don't know, maybe it's pretend, maybe they're from fucking Mars, I don't know, Zinep Tufeki. <laughs> that might have been offensive, sorry, Tanep. Zenyep? Whatever. It's in the Atlantic, it's in the ideas section. America's next authoritarian will be much more competent. It's important to read right now, it's obvious, reaffirming, Surprising, depending on where you stand on how things went with the quote-unquote election. Uh, yeah. America's been in trouble for a while, and it's the Biden ain't gonna save us. So, all right. So, my second thing is, I want you to listen to. It's a new podcast. He's only got six episodes out. It's called Culture Wars with Andrew Doyle. Now, for those of you that don't know uh, who Andrew Doyle oh, is, Doyle Andrew rolls. Doyle. Andrew Doyle is the comedian who created the alter ego Tatiana McGrath mm. online, who is the ultimate and most satirical woke representative you'll ever see. Uh, she's so fucking woke, it's, it makes you want to kill her with a knife. And it's so <laughs> funny. He talks with people about sort of the culture wars that were going on. And uh, and I think it's... Uh, I actually... I've, I've enjoyed every episode that I've heard so far. So I recommend Culture Wars with Andrew Doyle. You can get it on uh, Apple Podcasts. Right on. Okay, okay. Rory, your second thing. All right, my second thing. I have not had a working kitchen since the first week of September. <laughs> so I have not been able to really cook. Um, we've been either depending on our families for, for dinner or to make us food or we order um, out or just get like quick sandwiches. So... I've been in a recent, this, this autumn, I've really been in a, um, uh, even more than I usually am, uh, a fan, I've been craving tavern-style pizza. Uh, the really thin, thin crust tavern-style pizza. We were just pizza. talking about that the other day, over text. And I've recently discovered, and it's been there forever, but I never knew about it, was um, um, Pat's Pizza on Lincoln. Uh, yeah. Really yeah. good tavern-style thin crust. And um, I've been or we've been ordering from them, and it's, it's been every time. It's Kelly is a big, um, she's a huge Barnaby's fan out in Northbrook of thin crust pizza, mm -hmm. and she is like the fact that she said it was almost as good as Barnaby's was like wow, this must be good tavern style pizza. So mm. seal of approval, Pat's Pizza. Also shout outs to Phil's Pizza on Thirty Fifth Street, 
by uh, by wherever the White Sox play, and Vito and Nick's <laughs> way down by Midway. So. I'm sorry, I'm not in Chicago anymore. Pequods, fuck off everybody else. Pequods. I love well, Pequods. Pequods, right on, man. Yeah. Deep dish. Pequods is great. <coughs> um, yeah. Also, Aurelio's Pizza for Thin Crust. There you um, go. But see, there's Thin Crust and then there's Tavern Style. It's different. And then there's Tavern Style. It's a different, it's different. thing. It's a different thing. It's more of a cracker crust, whereas Thin, thin, like, um, yeah, thin Slice you, is like, has more breading on it. Yeah. And I yeah, love Deep Dish. I right. love pizza, so I mean... Aurelio's is probably more whatever pizza you want is fine by yeah. me, but tavern but it, style's but it, been Aurelio's yeah. cuts it in the in the squares like thin crust yeah. anyway, or like anyway, tavern style. Yeah. Um, on the topic of pizza with Roy, did, Don, have you ever had anchovies on your pizza? Love them, yeah, love them, yeah. So the first time that I had anchovies on my pizza was with Rory a couple weeks ago. I came over to his house and we watched oh, yeah. some movies. Yeah. And we ordered Pequods, and. He was like, yeah, do you like anchovies? Like, I've never had it. Let's, whatever, order whatever. I'll eat whatever. Um, fucking gross. I'm, <laughs> I, it's, I, I gave it a it go. It depends on, no, it depends. This is the thing. Is it, for me, uh, it depends on what else you have on the pizza. If it's just anchovies, that's going to be a bad, that's going to be a bad ride. Um, but if you end up, if you have a certain, if you have certain hams or certain, uh, like Genoa salami, um, and some pepperoni, um, you know, if you have some other sort of salty cured kind of stuff and you add the anchovies, that works. I did sausage, mushroom, and anchovies from Pequod's. That was great. I think, I think that was my biggest issue is that it was, and I'm a little sensitive. I'm a little salt sensitive. I think it might've been too salty for me. So I I will try it again. Because they're super salty, but you got to have other things that can complement that salt. Yeah. And mushrooms, mushrooms, if you like mushrooms and anchovies, I I rock with you. But uh, to me, I got to have one more thing that's got like a pretty high salt or grease content to really balance that a little bit. That's just my opinion. I, and I love I love sardines. Like I eat sardines straight out of the can. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. love yeah. them. Yeah, love them. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. So my next thing, my my third thing, uh, it's another read. It's uh, it's in the Washington Post, uh, written by Paul Sone or Sone. I don't know How are these names. S O N N E. Whatever. Google Washington Post. Uh, chaotic presidential transition brings vulnerability and security risks to nation. It might seem obvious, but it digs down a little bit to like there were moments there there were pieces and uh, bits in the piece where I was like, oh, I didn't know that shit went down that way during uh, the 2000 election. Like because we didn't, we weren't sure what was happening with Gore and Bush in 2000. In a way, that opened the door for 9/11 because people weren't getting the right information no, when that. they needed it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. like this, I mean, Trump's whole America first bullshit and all of his people America first, he is f- putting the country at serious, serious, serious fucking risk right now with this bullshit because we look vulnerable. We're not sure. Biden can't get the fucking access that he, he's not getting presidential uh, daily briefings Briefing. that he needs. Ah, but. Yeah, let's recount the obvious, you fucking clown, while we all fucking burn and die. Meanwhile, COVID's happening, and uh, anyway. Yeah. And my third thing is, I think, it, it, I think it, fit, it fits right in there with, like, the high stakes, 
Um, um, one of the things that was really frustrating for me was uh, that DC Comics was not allowing the, some of their programming to be seen unless you participate in DC Comics. HBO Max now has, and this is—I I think this fits with sort of your, you know, your your, your high stakes. Is the question becomes: um, Can Dick Grayson um, become Nightwing in and and still? Yeah, because I've really enjoyed uh, on HBO Max uh, DC's Titans, and it is all about you know Robin who's now been replaced by Jason Todd and you know you've got Starfire who's you know super hot but can blow things up with her you know radiation thing and Raven it's really good and I and I highly recommend that you watch it cuz it's good and what is it called Titans Titans Yeah and okay. Rory you close this out All right um all right I'm going to end on a on a feel good note here but um uh during quarantine uh me and and my wife Kelly uh uh, we started, we were trying to like go back to old shows and, you know, shows that we grew up with and probably watched a few episodes, but didn't watch all of them. And we just watched from start to finish all seven seasons of the Golden Girls. And I will Holy just, shit. I'm just going to recommend the Golden Girls, man. That show was ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. You feel good watching it. I mean, during COVID and quarantine, it just, it, it's, it's just made you feel so good. And I'm honestly, if you just want just some time where you, your heart gets warm and you, you laugh and you have a great time. Honestly, it's on, um, it's on Hulu. Uh, just rewatch the Golden Girls. It's, just, it's, it's like eating a really hot, hearty bowl of soup. It's so good. It's just, <laughs> I felt so good. With all the bullshit, all the stress in the world, man, I would just watch it and I'd just be like, I feel so good right now. So. Katie and I started watching the Golden Girls from the start and you know, when I watched it as a kid, because I watched it in real time, and I always thought like, oh my God, they're so old. According they're to, they're not. According they're to not. Wikipedia, uh, Dorothy, B. Arthur's character, was sixty-two years old when the sh- when the show when the series ended. Yeah. Here, okay. Here, this is which this means is that they were like Don's age when the show began. Jennifer <laughs> Lopez, when she did the Super Bowl halftime show last year, was the same age as uh, Rue McClanahan was on the first season of Golden Girls. They and were both the same. They're both fifty, something in the fifty, like early fifties. They were the same age, and they, Jennifer Lopez, Rue McClanahan. I mean, you were like really. Wow, I would take I've I never would take seen Rue over one Jennifer Lopez single episode. I've never seen one single episode of the Golden Girls, and you may have you may have your recommendation might push me over. They're that not edge. every that, episode is not going to be the best people? of all time. Do you but hate it's just old women? So, it's I so don't comforting. hate. I just never watched it. I've just it, the dude. I didn't say I hated the Golden Girls. I love B. Arthur, but I've just never watched it. It's never been. It's a sitcom. It's predictable, but it's so yeah. just warm. It's and honestly, they were. I mean, that show was ahead of its time with how they treated uh, uh, gay people. Um, yeah, you know, uh, it was just politics. It was old women, senior citizens, just everything. It was just such a. They weren't even senior citizens. That's the. You know what I mean? But like thing, but yes. ageism. Yes. It just it was yes. such a great show. Meanwhile, we watched Cheers as well, and Cheers mm-hmm. is while it's funny, it does not hold up as well because Sam Malone is very rapey. So he is a little rapey. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Cheers. So. Katie and I did Cheers, and there are moments. It's like it's great. It's great. It's great. Then there's like one episode where you're like, oh god, no, and then it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Then oh god, was was that but, the episode where Norman Cliff tried to spot the gay guy in the bar? Because that's that a cringe-worthy episode. 
That is that's a, really That's a hard work. episode to watch because you're just like, oh, no. But the weird thing about it is that they were trying really You can listen to the Literate Ape cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast, Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com.